covered him with the towel. And he said, oh, you don't have to worry about the towel. And I said, yes, I do. So then what happened? He requested that I work on his abdomen. But the moment I went above his navel, he told me he didn't want me to work there. He wanted me to work lower. He just kept directing me to go lower and don't be scared. You, you can go in there. Like, and I just started really freezing up at this point. Can you explain that? Like a wave just took over my body. I felt so hot. I was sweating. Um, it was getting more and more clear that this is not what I signed up for. Sean Watson's accusers is set to appear on a HBO Real Sports Tuesday. Okay, do you think that this interview that will be airing today will impact Sean Watson's suspension? And I would love to start this off because as we talk about the Sean Watson, one of the underrated things that has gone by that a lot of people is not talking about for good reasoning. When you make a transaction for a guy like Deshaun Watson with 22 accusers, of course, that's going to be the topic of conversation. But, Zach, I know you're probably going to disagree with me. You may not. But I don't see another impactful, you know, decision other than my guy um, Deshaun Watson. Or should I, I won't call him my guy, but, you know, I'm a fan of his game. I don't see a, a bigger impactful move. You can argue Wilson Wilson, you can argue Devontae Adams, but I think Deshaun Watson will make the Browns significantly better, assuming that he plays a good substantial amount of games, and we're going to get into that in a few seconds. But is it going to impact the decision-making, this interview? Possibly. The reason why I say so is because when you look at the Ray Rice situation, initially, Roger Goodell suspended him for two games. Before mass hysteria from the public. It was two games. And when the hysteria came around, we never seen this brother in the league again. So there's a potential. I don't really have no means of watching it. I don't really care to watch it. But if I see some snippets that I might may find interesting, I might look at it. But I do think that it could have an impact on Deshaun Watson. But I will say this. A lot of people, including yourself, has brought up to me, how is Deshaun Watson going to fare in public perception? And I say to that, I don't really think it matters because he has the backings of his teammates. I mean, let's go to the dynamics here. The guy just literally brought the whole offense to the Bahamas, paid for the hotels, okay? Listen, that would win me over. Shoot, that would win me over. It won the team over, it seemed like. And when you got guys like Jadavion Clowney, who just resigned with the team, who turned down, I believe, a 10-year offer, a ten-year million-dollar offer, excuse me, um, and a fifteen-million-dollar-year offer, a long-term offer to take a pay cut to play with Deshaun Watson, by his own words, and the report said, then guys seem like they still want to play for Watson, and he still has the backings of his teammates. <laughs> Listen, we look at um a guy like Baker Mayfield, right, and um how his teammates really didn't have his backing like that. Like, when have we ever seen a, a teammate really, really stand up for Baker? Odell Beckham Jr., we all know how that situation happened with the father, this, that, and the third. I mean, guys want to play for Deshaun Watson. So even the public opinion is negative, and the backlash is negative, which we all assume it would be for Deshaun Watson. I think him winning over the locker room, which I think he's maybe strategically is doing right now, but I think it will work as long as his teammates, when they go on world games, home games, got the backing of him, 
and they win games, I think Deshaun Watson will be okay from that perspective. But um, overall, before I send the watch to you, I still see Watson getting suspended eight games. If I had to put on my prediction cap, my little Shadamas cap, I don't see a long-term one-year, two-year ban. And I'm interested in seeing, in seeing how him not playing at all last year, how does that fare to this year? Now, you can say maybe not at all, right? He just sat out, but I don't know. Maybe you do look at last year and say, well, he sat out last year, so it kind of is a punishment in a sense, and we suspend him six games or eight games. But I, I would definitely say eight games for me, Zach. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, so one thing I want to bring up that I haven't heard a lot of people discuss this when it comes to this whole Deshaun Watson saga. And, Will, I'm sure you remember this because we've discussed it many times on the show. Around the trade deadline, there was a report that came out in October, November, around there, that the Dolphins were all in on trading for Deshaun Watson. They basically came to an agreement, but they were just waiting on – the civil suits he's uh, obviously Watson has not been uh, he's not going to be charged of any criminal charges but he still has the 22 civil suits and from a financial aspect like those are going to play out they should like the thought was when he first got traded to Cleveland that those were going to be settled before the season and pretty soon but those uh, suits are still here he's got 22 of them and I'm still like a little confused how the Browns traded for this guy gave up their whole future, gave them all that money with all with those still in the picture. And I say that because th- how these go down, like it's going to affect a lot of things. And I think one of those things is the suspension. And when I'm looking at this situation, like what happens if Goodell makes one decision, like, like I think we could agree, like no one really knows deep down what the number is ultimately going to be. But basically what I'm saying is let's say he suspends him like, five games or whatever. And then we get later news later in the season about these suits and he loses some, and that's not going to look good. Basically the point I'm trying to make is I think this suspension and this decision is going to have a lot to do with public perception, not anything else really. Like, of course, like a lot of, there are a lot of factors, but my main factor here is how is this going to look? Because I know the NFL has set a president and they've made like many controversial decisions in the past when it comes to this stuff. But I look at this situation as a new chance for the NFL because there are just a lot of factors here. If I'm looking at it from Roger Goodell's perspective, that really like wouldn't make me particularly happy. Um, when you look at the way the Browns set up his contract, guaranteeing that he's only going to lose a million dollars at most if he's suspended this year, like that's not going to sit well with Roger Goodell because all 31 other owners are calling him and complaining about it. When you look at this HBO thing that's going to go on tonight, like there's no doubt in my mind, it's going to be pretty rough. And tomorrow morning, like Sean Watson's not going to look pretty good. Um, it, it's going to be an ugly scene when uh, we see the, the, uh, those interviews tonight. And between like all these factors, like, I don't know. I, I just think that if I were to guess, I would think it's closer to a 10 to 12 game suspension than like a six to six, or five to six game suspension. I could see eight, but there are just so many unknown factors here that I'm kind of just wondering like, okay, is this going to be Roger Goodell's chance to really lay the hammer down when the Browns gave this guy a crazy amount of money, the most money any quarterback has ever seen, the way they set up the contract And I just think also with Major League Baseball, Trevor Bauer only had one incident. Uh, It was one female, and he got suspended for two years. Um, I think it wouldn't be a great look for the NFL if they only give this guy, like, a short suspension 
uh, in that case. And I think in terms of last year, like it's important to remember Deshaun Watson sat out last year because he quit the Texans. He was done with the team. It had nothing to do with the legal situation. If he wanted to last year, he could have played. So to be honest, I don't think that's going to have any impact on this decision whatsoever. And I'm uh, obviously really interested to see what happens as well as uh, tonight. Well, I think for our listeners, it's very important for us to really explain the new process of a potential discipline for Deshaun Watson because there is a new process in the NFL which is not strictly regulated to Roger Goodell. It will be a committee officer, I believe, that will determine if a player is suspended and this, that, and the third. And then um, I guess the NFL PA will then decipher how many games, something to that effect. You could always look that up for anybody listening yeah. to the show. It's basically right, but the, the important Goodell is going to have the final say. It's almost like okay. a recommendation. Okay, so basically like the president, kind of, like you get the veto. I wonder how that process, how that will, you know, pertain to this. I also am curious because they met twice, Deshaun Watson and the NFL. They met twice. So, um, Zach, I guess I'll throw this question to you before I actually respond to everything that you said. Do you think that meeting twice, is that uh, a bad thing in Deshaun Watson's case or more of a good thing that the fact that they met twice? Or is it, we don't need to read into that. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely important. And like, to be honest, I don't think it's a coincidence that like these things are these meetings are going on when this thing is set to air tonight. Like it's going to be really interesting to see because I feel like it's one thing when you read and hear about this whole story. But when you get those girls on camera and they're explaining their perspective of what happened, uh, that could change a lot of people's opinions. And I think it's important to remember also, like, a lot of people are going to compare this to Ray Rice and Greg Hardy, some of the uh, Ezekiel Elliott, some of the other punishments of the past. The argument could be made, at least in Ezekiel Elliott's case, that what he did wasn't as close to as bad as what Deshaun Watson did. And the Cowboys spent a lot of time trying to fight that. And he got six games and I don't think it would be a great look for the NFL to give Deshaun Watson a similar punishment uh, around that. I don't think meeting with him necessarily, like, I don't think that helps his cause because if, like, Goodell made a decision, like, he would have just came to it already, you know? And I think all of these factors going on, like, there's still just a lot of unknown questions in this scenario, which, like, once again, kind of makes me wonder, like, it is crazy that, like, trading for him was one thing, but giving him all this money guaranteed the first fully guaranteed contract in the history of the NFL, like to this guy right now, it, like the league can't be happy. If you're Roger Goodell, like you can't be happy about that. If you're the owner of another team, that's going to pay a quarterback that doesn't have any damage or baggage off the field. Like that can't be great. And one other final point I wanted to bring up, like whether he's guilty or innocent, like whatever happened, we're never going to know, but isn't it a little weird that, this guy had a girlfriend during the stretch. Like, I think it's fair to wonder, like, is this guy a good dude? And I know, like, it's easy to say that after he's bringing his teammates to the Bahamas. But, like, I don't know if I could trust this guy making proper decisions off the field when you're giving him that much money, which is important. I mean, there's a couple of things I want to say. Number one, let's start off with the obvious. And then we'll get to the next um, thing that, you know, maybe not so obvious. But number one, it shows that, the Browns were willing to make this move. As we talked about this move a couple times when it first happened, they basically knew that they didn't believe in Baker Mayfield. I don't really think they did believe in him because you will not make a move and take on this risk if you believed in Baker Mayfield. I think it's more so that they don't believe in Baker Mayfield. He's not the guy, and they're willing to upgrade at the quarterback spot strictly looking at the football, which, you know, from that perspective, 
I could understand looking at football. All right, this quarterback on my team makes me a better team, a much, much better team than I was yesterday. And I think they have a right to think that. Deshaun Watson, believe it or not, allegations to the side, is a top three quarterback in the NFL, period. And arguably could be number one. But, you know, a lot of people are going to go with the achievements. So I respect it. But at least number three. And we've seen it so many times, right? Obviously, these are two different situations, two different sports, right? But we look at Golden State when they upgraded from my guy Harrison Barnes to bring in a guy like Kevin Durant. That's because they wanted to upgrade. And Harrison Barnes, you know, I hear the brother come out. I mean, he knew. That was KD, bro. So Baker Mayfield is upset mainly is because of the allegations. Like, yo, you really brought this guy over here. This guy got 22 allegations. Or maybe he's just immature, which I really do feel like he's immature. But I think you have to respect it from that perspective. Yo, we try to get better as a football team. That's just what it is. But another point. I find it hard to believe that the Browns will make this move with the sureness that they don't have anybody in the intel that knows what's going on. Like, you have to have somebody in the intel that really overlooked the situation, did thorough research, and kind of have a plug that kind of knows something that we don't know. Like, I mean, I, you won't make Browns, that move. Bro. Like, we're, like, we're talking about the Cleveland Browns. Like, I think it's important to remember that. Like, this is a team that, with a somewhat new owner in Jimmy Haslam, like, to be honest, the only people that really know what happened are Deshaun Watson and the woman that were there, right? Like, those are really the only people that know what that know what really happened. So I think it's important. Well, they probably had a – I know they had a private investigator, so they said. And I, I believe them. I, I mean, I have to believe them. Otherwise, it's crazy because you don't know how this situation could play out. But I think the key here is, is that Deshaun Watson won't be serving any jail time. And the worst-case scenario is that he gets suspended one season. I think it's more so in the 8-10 to 10 game range. And in that situation – you bought in uh, the insurance policy. You bought in Joshua Dobbs. You bought in, you know, uh, my guy from the Patriots, yeah. Jacoby Brissett, right? You bought in that dude. And um, I think if you're the Browns, you you prepared for life without the Sean Watson for the couple games that you're going to be without him. And then you will say, all right, we'll pass through that storm, right? The documentaries airing tonight. It's going to be massive backlash throughout the week. So, you know, that's the little punch that we got to get over, that storm we got to get over. But once Watson gets on a football field and show why he is a top-level quarterback, then things will start to die down. And that back end might result in an opportunity to compete for Lombardi. And um, that's why they made the move. Yeah. Um, let me ask you one other thing about Baker Mayfield. Uh, I know the last time we spoke about this subject, it was uh, over uh, tech. So obviously this is the first time on the show we've been discussing it. But the last time we spoke, I believe you said something to the lines of, okay, if Watson gets suspended eight to 10 games, whatever it is, like you could see Baker Mayfield uh, playing quarterback for the Browns. And I'm curious if you feel that way still, because it seems to me uh, you were, you kind of changed your mind, but I'm curious, like, do you think Baker Mayfield, if Watson suspended as long, could end up being the answer, uh, at least to start for Cleveland? And I'll start off by saying this, like, I don't. Everything Baker Mayfield's actions have shown us throughout his career and would, be, would say, like, he's not going to take this news well. The only two times we've seen or heard from this guy this offseason was right after the trade was made and before, right before it when he wrote that uh, whole paragraph saying uh, goodbye to Cleveland and uh, when he went on that podcast saying how, you know, he felt replaced. And honestly, like, 
if I'm Baker Mayfield, like the Browns gave Sean Watson my spot and the money that I wanted. And like, I understand why he's a little upset and he would say, okay, I'm never playing for this franchise again. But then the Browns, like their Ian Rappaport said he could see a, a scenario possibly like it wouldn't shock him that Baker Mayfield would be uh, the Browns think Baker Mayfield could be an option under center week one. Like, when you trade for Deshaun Watson, as controversial of a move as it is, like that signaled to me, as you said it earlier, they're done with Baker Mayfield. They don't believe him. And to me, like, it's very interesting that he's still around. And honestly, if I'm Baker Mayfield looking at it from his perspective, and I'm still a Brown, I'm doing whatever I can to force them to get rid of me. I'm showing up to camp. I'm almost like being annoying. I'm trying to force their hand and seeing what they're really going to do with me because I'll throw one more situation out there. Will. what happens if this guy does start the first eight, nine games and plays really well? I know he didn't play well last year, but let's just say it happens. He's a former number one overall pick. He's led the Browns to the playoffs before. What happens if Baker leads the Browns with this very talented roster to a six and two start? And the, and all of a sudden you're just going to dump that guy for uh, Deshaun Watson, who with 22 allegations like that, that might not be a great look either. So I'm curious uh, for your opinion on Baker's future with the Browns with the time we got. A couple things before we, we head out of here for a commercial break. I will say this. I will try to get Baker to be on the center week one. It works out for both sides because, number one, you are missing Deshaun Watson. You have a guy that played for your team the last couple seasons. He knows the system. He knows the offense. Um, he got the team to the playoffs before. Um, even though I say it's more so the team got him to the playoffs. But that's another topic for another day. You know what it, it is what it is. I think it works out for both. Because right now, Baker Mayfield don't got no trade value. Now, I know uh, you came up with the code and how the Browns broke the code. I think if Baker Mayfield was a legit quarterback that can play, and that was apparent, there would be no such thing as a code. Just like how it was no code when the Browns made a move for Deshaun Watson. I just want to win games. That's what it comes down to. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, teams want to figure out what's going on with that, that shoulder surgery. Is it good? Is it healing? Is it not? Because I'd rather have you in my locker room other than Baker Mayfield. So I think what it comes down to is Baker Mayfield has no trade value whatsoever. And I think if you're the Browns and Baker, y'all could benefit from trying to partner one last time for a small amount of, uh, you know, games. That's it. Sometimes you may not like somebody, right? If you're in a room with somebody and you don't like the person, right? And you're in an escape room. Well, guess what? You better figure out how to survive this escape room because y'all both not going to be able to escape the room. It works out better for both sides. And I don't think Baker Mayfield is humbled and mature enough to realize that. And if you're the Browns, no fuss. Trade him. If you can get anything for Baker Mayfield, trade him. Let him go and get the assets that you can get for Baker Mayfield and roll out with your backup quarterback for the couple games because we all know I'll be shocked that Deshaun Watson is not suspended and there you are with Deshaun Watson. Can you dig it? Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all not getting tired of watching In The Huddle over and over again. So like and subscribe to the channel and receive these new notifications of new uploaded content that will be coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. Peace.